Hello and welcome to Meet My Potential podcast where we talk to leaders from around the world to inspire and ignite your potential. This is your host Deepa Natarajan, that Indian girl from Toulouse in France. Are you a shy introvert? Are you struggling to get your voice out there and be heard? Bob Gentle tells us that we often see mediocre people standing up and taking all the attention and amazing people hiding their light and it is completely irrational. So the question is, how do you get yourself out there, especially if you're a shy person and how can you not let your shyness or your introvert nature limit you? Let's welcome Bob. I thank you very much for having me Deepa. It's really quite exciting to be on someone else's podcast. And exactly, quite exciting also to discuss about how does your confidence steal your potential? Yes, I think that's something that's probably been a big issue for me over the years. Uh, I'm not sure where you would like to go with it first. <laughs> yeah, well, before we start off, tell me where you're calling in from and how does the weather look like outside from your window? Well, I am calling from the northeast of Scotland and it's quite overcast today. So quite a bit of cloud and... The sea looks fine. I can see the sea from the window and it's it's not very stormy, so it's nice. <laughs> You're the second person I'm talking to today who has a window looking over at the sea. I am so jealous. I know, it's a real treat. And the view from this window is not the best. If I go out the door of my little office here, there's just an amazing panoramic view over the sea from north to south. It's just incredible. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, excellent. So Bob, uh, before we get in uh, and talk about what is it to be shy and how does it steal our potential, tell us a little bit, what do you do? Well, I run a digital marketing business and my clients are all different shapes and sizes of business. But I've made quite a few changes over the last couple of years, which has really led to me being personally challenged a lot. So if we'd gone back a couple of years ago, people just paid me to do their digital marketing. But I found it didn't work very well because a lot of the time I knew that I needed to get the clients involved in their digital marketing. And by that, what I really mean is people buy from people and my clients needed to be visible in their digital marketing. And so that led to me changing the way that I deliver things and also by extension, changing the kind of companies that I work with. So I work with three real tiers of business. I work with corporates, a modest number of corporates I work with. And then I work with smaller businesses, maybe 10 to 20 people. And I have another handful of those. But the part of my business that's grown the most and the part that's challenged me the most has been the micro businesses, the very, very small businesses. And with them, I work in two key ways. I work with small groups of business owners in a kind of hybrid coaching and technical support role. And what they all have in common is they've got very little time, but they've also got very little money, really, in real terms. And the reason they're drawn to the groups is because they want to do the digital marketing themselves. They want to be independent, which is where the coaching comes in. So I help them unpack what they should be doing, how they should be doing it, but then they have to go and do it. But in that, I'm telling them to do things like you need to do videos or you need to do podcasts or you need to do this and that. And these are things that over the years I've avoided because I found them uncomfortable. I'm naturally a very shy, introverted person. A lot, I meet a lot of people who say they're introverts, but they're not shy. I'm a shy introvert. So those groups have really challenged me a lot. So you've made this journey from being a very shy introvert to having your own podcast and now consulting and coaching other people to get out there, get their message and be visible. What's been your journey to come out of being shy? Well, you don't fix shy. 
that's just a fact. Anybody who tries to tell you you can fix shy or go on a course to to learn charisma is lying. You can't <laughs> fix shy. But I got really frustrated with the po- the podcast was fairly easy. I mean, it was uncomfortable and awkward in the beginning, but I enjoy it so much because I'm on a one to one basis. I'm not shy. I can quite happily chat to anybody. But it's as soon as I'm the center of attention, that's where things get a bit awkward. So the way I I guess in order to fix anything or address anything, you have to come to a moment of realization. And it was when I realized that I was avoiding doing solo episodes in the podcast. And also I was significantly avoiding YouTube. And I knew that to really build an audience online, you have to, you have to embrace video. And for me, that was quite a painful idea, but I knew I had to do it. And I had a moment of reflection or realization when I thought, Bob, you're quite comfortable with doing dangerous things. I help run the British free ride ski and snowboard team. Mm-hmm. I've worked for 10 years in search and rescue. I was quite happy to hang under a helicopter or abseil down a cliff wow. in a storm. That's brave. And I spent time as an army reservist in the infantry. And these are things that for a lot of people are very scary. But I've reflected on, well, how do people become accustomed to being in these very dangerous situations? Right. And it's a process of assimilation that you start doing a little bit, you become comfortable with that. A little bit more, you become comfortable with that. So I looked at video in particular and thought, well, how can I take some, instead of doing what everybody else does, which is jump in, ta-da, here's me on YouTube. What are some baby steps we can use to break down those barriers or slowly expand out that comfort zone? That's so right. It's always good to take baby steps, move ahead. And yet at the same time, we want to come out as being perfect the very first time. Did that ever get in your way? Well, yes and no. I think for for a very long time it did. And I'm a very particular kind of introvert that likes to have the complete picture before they take any action. But also when they do take action, it has to be perfect. Exactly. However, one of the things that I learned through the podcast and also just observing my industry in general is that, and it was a strange phenomenon, that I would see people putting out terrible content to my in my perfectionist eye and I think why are they doing that it's just atrocious but it worked it was working for them so I knew clearly intellectually content doesn't have to be perfect for it to work but also I decided I need to lower my expectations and get really clear on what it is I'm doing who I'm doing it for what's the goal and the goal is simply to be visible to let people meet me and everything else is a bonus so I really stopped worrying about that quite quickly it was a problem in the beginning but honestly, once you've put out one or two videos, you realize the world didn't fall apart. The sky didn't fall down. <laughs> nobody laughed at you. And actually, very quickly, the positive signals were coming. And this was the biggest surprise for me, especially with video. With the podcast, podcast audiences, I'm sorry, guys, you're quite quiet. Whereas YouTube audiences are much more responsive. So I was very quickly getting sales inquiries through the video work that I was doing. And that really helps. That certainly gives you the confidence. I still look at the video I'm doing now and thinking that could be so much better because as as we were saying before we were recording, when you compare yourself with others, you very rarely compare yourself with the people who are what you might perceive as further behind. You only ever compare yourself with those that are performing better. And even now I look at other people's video content and other people's podcasts and I go, they're just great. They're so much better. I wish I could be as good as that. But I never compare myself to the person that's just starting out. And it's a completely irrational thing, but I'm very aware of it. 
And awareness is half the battle. If you know where you are, if you understand why you behave, how you behave, everything else is quite easy. You said so many things here, and I just want to pause a bit. The first thing that you said is, I went out there and I did a video, the sky didn't fall apart and people didn't laugh at me. And in fact, people actually got in touch with me and asked me, do some work for them. And we hold a lot of assumptions. We make stories in our brain. Humans are assumption making machines and we're constantly making assumptions that if I put myself out there, then people will laugh at me or this is very mm, simple topic or subject that I want to share. And who am I to share? We have a lot of these thoughts running in our brain. And that actually stops us from the second point that you mentioned, which is, I just decided to let people see me, is what if we just let others see us? See us and not only just see us as perfect creatures who know everything and who've got it all figured out, but see our humanness. And I'm talking about this because just two days back, I did a webinar and I came out of the webinar and I felt that it was a terrible webinar and I wish that I could just dig a hole in the ground. But then like the next day, I had like 10 people writing to me about how great the webinar was and that they wanted to work with me. So it's actually shocking how our own inner critique voices limit us. And you actually went past them by taking these baby steps. And they are not just baby steps. They're in fact, the very big steps. I absolutely agree with you. And I think one of the things that I became aware of quite quickly was that um, I actually had, was, I had a podcast guest on and he's, he's quite a well-known author. And one of the phrases, it was a quote, I can't remember who originated the quote, but the quote is, your ordinary is someone else's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop listening to him for a while while he was talking. And it just, this quote just kept resonating and resonating. And I realized very quickly, this is important. Can you just say that again? Is that your ordinary is someone else's amazing. And what he meant, I don't know what he meant by that. I, I could go back and listen and work it out. But what I took from it was, like you said, we make assumptions. We're so familiar with our, with our ordinary that we forget how exotic it might be for somebody else. And that might be in terms of the knowledge that you have, the environment that you're in, the way that you work, the clients that you have, the journey that you've been on. It's so easy to box that up as mundane in, in your own inner world. But I know that, for example, I, I follow people on social media all over the world and they, they all look like they're having these amazing exotic lives. <laughs> for some reason, that couldn't possibly apply to me. It's completely irrational. I live in the northeast of Scotland where we have castles everywhere. Everything's green. There's mountains, there's cliffs, there's stone circles, there's everything you can imagine in a fairy tale kingdom. But for me, it's just so boring, so ordinary. It's just nonsense. And it's the same from a knowledge perspective that I think, well, do I really know any more than any other of the thousand digital marketing guys out there? But it was, again, somebody else said to me when I, I said this to them, what am I bringing you to the table? And what she said was, your people want to hear it from you. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was, again, it's a very simple thing somebody said, but it blew me away that you're right. And what regularly happens now is I realize that my audience, they're not looking for an expert who knows everything. They're just looking for a guide to help them along a path that's quite difficult and complicated to navigate. I don't need to know everything about everything, Mm -hmm. but I'm their guide. They've chosen me. They want to take that road with me. And that's all I really need to worry about. And it's, it's a huge vote of confidence and I'm very grateful for it. 
And because of that, I have to show up for those people because they've chosen me. It's, yeah, it's very humbling. True, you matter. And I just wish that everyone who is listening to this episode, just take a second and just like Bob said, tell yourself, you matter. And whatever it is that you know, go out and share it with other people because that is exotic for someone else. I think that's absolutely true. I think it doesn't matter who you are, what professional environment you're in. You have knowledge and experience that for the right person is invaluable. And if you never express that, the right person never gets to meet it. But there are billions of people in the world. And what's in you, the knowledge you have, the way that you bring it, if you actually step up and express yourself, those people will be there for you. It's this old cliche of finding your audience. If you never express yourself, your audience can never discover you. But there is an audience there for everybody. You just have to show up. I've heard some people uh, say, I don't like to make presentations. That makes me nervous. I don't like to do that. And it really stresses them. And I see that sometimes these people who are very shy and are quite introverted, they wake up early in the morning, especially on a day when they have to present. And they go through things over and over again to be sure that they're perfect out there and nothing goes wrong. What would be like a baby step for them to actually get out, be visible and go speak in front of like, let's say a hundred people. What would be a baby step for them? I'm not sure because every presentation style is different um, and every environment is different. If it's Online, it's actually very easy because you're really just talking to a camera and you can quite easily forget all those people are there. (laughs) And those people can't come and laugh at you. When you drop the connection, it may as well never have happened. If it's in person, it's maybe a different story. But I think in terms of actually presenting in public in front of a lot of people, I think the baby step is you need to do it before it matters. Practice presenting in the business that you work in, or start running maybe some small events with people who already like you, who are familiar with you. Mm. So one of the things that I used to do before we had the pandemic was I would run small events for my existing customers where maybe I wasn't the center of attention. So I just had to show up and introduce a speaker. And for me, that introducing the speaker was terrifying enough. So start with that. And I think anybody, to be honest, can run their own event. It doesn't need to be a big fancy conference. Just an evening get together where you maybe have a guest speaker talking about something in your industry, you introduce them. But maybe once you become comfortable with doing the introduction, you could maybe host a Q&A after the speaker where you, you maybe brought more into the fore. And by the time you've done that a few times, you'll be very comfortable with standing up in public. Then doing a presentation actually becomes quite easy. Once you start taking the baby steps, things move quite quickly. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because when you start taking those baby steps, suddenly the stories that your mind is making, they're not valid anymore. You know that the sky is not going to come crashing down because you got out there on the stage and you hosted the Q&A. And therefore, you can take the next step to actually go there and make the speech on your own. And the baby steps hold true for everything actually in life, not just like getting yourself out there to speak in public, but also like if you are to do a video or if you are to... Put yourself out there, actually. Let people see you. That is so key. So many people with such great knowledge and expertise, 
just remain on the sidelines because they are shy. And then I see, just like you, so many people who are not shy, but who don't have a lot of depth in their content, unfortunately, be out there and be so visible. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfold. Is that the word? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think for me, it's heartbreaking. As you said, you see, I'm going to be crude here. You see mediocre people standing up and taking all the attention. Exactly. And amazing people just hiding their light and being very fearful of coming forward. It's completely irrational. It's a crying shame because I know firsthand if you actually start doing the work and take the risk, the rewards are fantastic. And a little bit of success leads to a little bit more success. And very quickly, you get this virtuous circle effect and people are out there batting for you. This is one of the things that I noticed is as soon as you start trying, other people will rally around to support you in ways you'd never have imagined. <laughs> that is so right. So with that, I think that's a great message uh, to leave. So if you're listening out there, whatever it is that you're not doing and you think that you're not good enough and you have that little voice at the back of your head that's keeping you in your little corner, take that little risk like Bob mentions and take that little baby step. And once you get on that journey, you'll soon start to see success roll over you in front of you. Absolutely. And if anybody wants to sort of take it further with me, I'm very happy to hear from them. Obviously, particularly if you want to do it online, then I'd be happy to speak to anybody. So how can people reach out to you, Bob? Well, everything in my world is online. So you can find me, just search Bob Gentle in any social platform, you'll find me very easily. My website is amplifyme.fm and that's where you'll find the podcast as well. Excellent. Listen to Bob's podcast. He has great people and he also has a solo episode going out there. I think it's that every Thursday? Every Monday is a guest podcast and every Wednesday is a solo podcast. Right, right. And then I have YouTube on a Tuesday. Excellent. So get in touch with Bob. Bob is a shy guy who knows how to get himself out there and he knows how to get you also out there. Thank you so much, Bob, for being here with us. And before we end the episode, would you like to share one last message with the audience? I would say fortune favors the bold. And that is something we often hear, but very few people actually really spend the time to listen to. There is huge opportunity for anybody out there. We have billions of people on the planet. If you simply step out of your normal day-to-day -day sort of local uh, catchment area and start looking, well, how can I build my profile online? The world is your oyster. And that's literally anybody. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Bob, for being here with us. Well, thank you. You've been a wonderful host, but I can't wait to hear this when it comes out. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the episode, don't forget to go rate us on iTunes. See you in two weeks. And until then, stay cool.